wow, we are all so excited to get back into our classrooms and see our students. I know I was incredibly excited to begin this school year. Um, I remember back to 2020 where I shed multiple tears um, and all through last year where I was missing some of my kids that were still virtual and I would be lying if I said I had not shed a tear or two this year. Teaching is hard. We all know that and the pandemic made it a lot harder. The good news is that we are not alone. This is not only happening in your room, your campus, your district, or even in your county or state. This is happening all over the U.S. and I would imagine even the world. As much as we do not want to admit it, what happens in our classroom is greatly impacted by what happens in the world around us. Our students are amazing, resilient humans that have been through so much. My district used the analogy of us being, quote unquote, in the same boat and why that isn't necessarily true. Some of our students weathered the storm in a canoe, some a sailboat, some even a yacht. I know at my campus, we have quite a few kids who are weathering this storm in a canoe and they don't even have a paddle anymore. So it's been rough. And watching some schools that have kids who have weathered this storm in a yacht, um, it's, it's been a little bit frustrating to watch. So I, I know it happens. When I welcomed my students this year, I gave no thought to this analogy. Truly, I didn't. Surely my kids would be ready to jump into making music. They had done it for years. Surely they miss me as much as I miss them. And surely they would be excited to join all the clubs, all the instrumental ensembles, all the things. No. No, they weren't. Their stamina isn't what it used to be. They're tired. And they're tired of surviving. When I started my ensemble, it was amazing to me that I couldn't make it through an hour rehearsal without someone complaining, can we stand? Can we stretch? Can I go to the restroom? All the things. It's just stamina. It's just, it isn't there yet. Now that we are in November, it's gotten a little bit better. But when we first started, it was rough. So I revisited the district's analogy. I realized more than half of my campus weathered this ongoing storm in a canoe and they are traumatized. They're tired and they're socially inept. None of these new traits are their fault, but are a result of the mass trauma we are all going through right now. So what now, Annalisa? I'm really struggling and I want to quit. Number one, meet your student where they are, not where you want them to be. My students are about a grade level and a half behind. And I use the word behind loosely because there's no music police really checking in on us. And I think we can all say that um, is the truth. So in my mind, my kids are behind. I just did a third grade lesson in fifth grade and the fifth graders loved it. They laughed, they played, but most importantly, they learned. Yes, they learned rhythms that I typically teach third graders, but they don't know that, nor do they need to know that. Will they be ready for middle school music? I don't know. I 
All I can do is wait and see and see what happens at the end of the year. But I know that they're happy and I know that they're healthy. And that's what really matters right now. My second suggestion to you is to throw your IPG, YAG, B-O-Y-E-O-Y assessments or whatever other acronym you can think of out the window. I normally follow my IPG to a T. I monitor that thing. I want to see where my students are, what they should be learning, where in the ORF process we should be in relationship to the district and state expectations. This year, I've just had to readjust my YAG, which is your year at a glance, and assess along the way to check for knowledge gaps. My kids are very strong at rhythms. That was easy to teach through a screen. Melody, elements of music, and movement are lacking quite a bit. It makes sense that these objectives are the ones that are lacking, as those are the ones that were difficult to translate through a screen. We need to be okay with reteaching concepts from a few years past. Our kindergartners are really the only ones right now that might be on track. If they aren't being held back by social skills and developmental delays due to lack of preschool for some of them. My third suggestion to you is to focus on social emotional learning while you're making music. I completely had a first grade lesson go opposite direction with my fine arts coordinator in the room. He was just in the room really to hang out and kind of see what we were doing and if we needed anything. It wasn't a formal evaluation or anything like that, but that lesson went off the rails. I had already taught this lesson three times. This was Thursday. And as you elementary teachers know, um, you kind of go on Groundhog Day where you teach the same lesson multiple days in a row. So I had taught this lesson three times already to my other first grade classes, and I had my pacing down. Then it happened. These little ones had a different idea in mind. They weren't being naughty or even off task, but they were very needy. I had to slow my pacing way down, give very specific instructions in a part of the lesson that I hadn't planned on spending that much time on. And none of the other classes had struggled with, I wasn't anticipating this class to struggle and I wasn't anticipating to have to model it as much as I did. This took up time, time I hadn't expected to lose. So I rushed the instructions on their compositions. Their little pumpkins were supposed to have teeth that were in rows to show so and me. Um, And we were going to write the melody and play it the following week. It kind of became an art project rather than a composition because I didn't explain myself well. Now, they don't know that they messed up, nor do they probably care. We had a blast coloring and chatting about Halloween and building those relationships that everyone keeps talking about. I explained to my fine arts director that I will most likely just adjust their lesson a little bit this coming, for the coming lesson. And probably just give them some pre-made jack-o'-lanterns for them to play on boomwhackers. I wasn't going to sweat it. We, we had a moment. We grew closer together. We complimented each other's color choices. 
We talked about being excited to go trick-or-treating, quote-unquote, like normal again. And they were happy. My job was done. If you take anything away from this podcast, take away this fact. You are not alone. You may be the only teacher on your campus that teaches music. But there are so many educators going through exactly what you're going through. The kids are disrespectful. Yes, I teach real life organic human children too. I believe if we adjust our content and our approach and meet them where they are, that their respect will return. Sing, say, dance, play, care. Until next time, Mona Lisa.